The Jamie Dyer Show. Welcome to the podcast, Sarah. Um, tell me, what is your passion? Uh, my passion is Steps, the pop group. Excellent. I mean, there are some amazing tracks in their back catalogue, um, especially the first time round that they were popular in, in the late 90s. Do you have a particular favourite? My favourite is uh, um, Love You More. Yeah, from the first album, yeah? Yeah. I just love that song. It It's different, and I loved when they did it on stage uh, at the co- last concert. It it was more upbeat, and it was really, really good. I love that song. And it's um it's one of the lesser-known tracks in the Steps catalogue, which is a lot bigger than one might assume. I mean, tell me, how did this become a passion for you? Uh, Steps became a passion for me back when they started in 97. Um, I've loved them since day one. Um, I don't know, I just think the music just gets you really going. Like 5, 6, 7, 8, that was a really good song to start with. Like cheesy, uh, you knew who they were going to be about. Uh, that cheesy pop band and... It, they've just carried on being my favourites throughout the years, even when they did split up, unfortunately. And what was your first reaction when you heard that they got together fairly recently? Uh, I was absolutely excited. I couldn't contain it. I can well imagine, because when you're a really big fan of, of a group and uh, they split up, you have the heartache of the split, and then you kind of have that thing where you're just kind of listening to the stuff that they did and building it up. It never really leaves you when you're really a fan of something. So when they get back together again, it must have, you know, such a rush. And I'm sure that you've been to um, many of the gigs. Yeah, I've been to quite a few. I've been to uh, far up to now and I've m- I went meet and greet one time as well, so I've actually met him. Wow, what was that like? Uh, it was such. It was like a dream. It was like it wasn't happening because I went. I met him in 2012 on the Christmas tour. Um, so it for me it was such a dream because I've always wanted to meet him, and I never thought it would happen, and it did, and. They're also lovely in person. Like, I remember Hitch saying, I had this black, like, hat on to go with my outfit. And I remember Hitch saying to me that he loved my hat and that he'd be looking in audience for that hat, so he knew it were me. I mean, they are pros um, because they would have met so many fans and know exactly what to say. And what a moment for you as well. To They always say never meet your heroes but it sounds like it was a positive experience for you yeah for sure that they're all so lovely they're all about the fans that's why they're back again because the fans love them like you i've heard friends of mine saying oh they're only back together because they need money the skin they've run out of money so they need to do something but it's it's not about that to us Steps fans. It's about they do it because they love us and they do it because they love the industry they're in and they love doing new music, they love making music and 
I don't really think that's true, that they're just in it for money. And regardless, there is a fan base out there that are, are ecstatic, no matter what the reason is. And it's it's always amazing, actually, being inside those fandoms. You must have met so many people that are Steps fans like yourself. It, yeah, I've met quite a few people. Um I am like an admin on one of the steps groups now. So I've met loads of people through that. Well, that's fantastic. And you met them through your love of steps. Yeah. Yeah. I've met them all through my passion for steps because my actual fans, eight friends, they don't like steps. They don't get my passion for steps. So it's really good to have people that understand yeah i mean what what is the um common misconception um among maybe people that you know that don't like it what what do they think of it they just think it's cheesy pop rubbish and they they said they can't really sing because they always used the mime back in the day and that they're just not really good but I think what, what you need to understand is that times have changed. And back there, a lot of the concerts um, from various acts were mimed. That was just the way it was. Going back even further, Top of the Pops used to mime. And so it was kind of more of an, uh, an accepted thing. It's only really in the last 20 years um, that actually acts have started doing a lot less miming and a lot more singing and the thing is those records needed to be sang in the first place and for anybody that makes the auto-tune argument well auto-tune wasn't real I mean that was just that effect on Believe by Cher wasn't it yeah I mean if you look at when I went to see the Christmas tour uh, you could tell they were live because Claire made a mistake. Uh, she was singing, they were singing One for Sorrow and she started singing After the Lover's Gone. So you could tell the live. Yeah. Do, do you think um, sometimes they've got kind of a bet going on in there because there are so many songs to remember? And is is that maybe a, a sign? I mean, I, I know both of those songs and from mine... They don't sound the same, do they? No, they don't. No, exactly. I mean, what what do you think of the more modern versions that that have been coming out? There's the new singles, um, the new albums. What is your take on it? Oh, I can't wait for new album to arrive next week. Um, I pre-ordered it when it first got announced. I love the new music. Like every song they've like released so far from the new album. I've absolutely love even the slow one that's getting a lot of controversy. Like I've seen people on YouTube saying that it's not one of the favourites, it's not set and I love it me. Cause it, it feel it's a bit like when I say goodbye steps, it's more more toned down and you get to hear the voices. Do you think that maybe it's something to do with steps being uh, associated with more up-tempo, up-tempo numbers? Yeah, I think it would be um, that people don't like the slower side to them. But every 
band, every singer has got that slower side, even if they're all up tempo most of the time. There is that odd one that they've liked to strip it back and just show off the voices. And I think that's a good thing because you get to hear more of Lee in that one. It must have taken a long time for them to get to that point because, um, again, from memory, you always used to hear kind of the same people doing the lead vocals, whereas now I would imagine they're splitting it up relatively evenly. Yeah, back in the day, it always used to be Claire or H and Faye sometimes got in there. It You never really hear much off Lisa and Lee, I don't think, anyway. It, but in the new music, um, you are seeing a lot more of the underdogs. They are being like stars. They are part of the band. And it's good to hear the voices because me personally, I, I love Lisa. I think she's amazing. Um, she always used to be my inspiration when I was younger, out of them all. And I think her voice is amazing and it's good to see that they're bringing Lee and Lisa in a bit more. Yeah, it was a shame really about Lisa's solo career that that never really took off. Oh, that, it, it was a great shame because... I loved her solo music as well. She had some really good electric songs. Um, and I was gutted that it didn't really kick off. Do you think that's perhaps because of the band thing, being in a band and just being known as such and such from Steps? Yeah, because whenever they're on a television programme or anything, it's always, oh, it's Lisa from Steps or... H from Steps or Claire from Steps, they're never associated on their own. It's always such and such from Steps. And it is a shame because they have got solo lives as well. Well, yes, um, few of the members have done musical theatre. Yeah, Faye and Lee. Yeah, which... Um, is w- would you say that uh, that steps is like steps as a brand and as music is not actually that far away from the idea of musical theatre because they had all those dance routines and the catchy songs. It's not really that far away, is it? No, not really. So it's something that they're able to jump on. I mean, just to get kind of a wider context. Um, what music are you listening to outside of Steps? Uh, I listen to Little Mix and Westlife. So I do keep it kind of in the 90s kind of era, like I listen to Cher and Whitney Houston. I love people like that. Uh, but I do love Little Mix, and, and that's like more recent music kind of thing. Yeah, could that be because your your kind of fascination with the 90s a lot of people say that that's because that's the time that they grew up in yeah I, I mean I was born in 91 so I pretty much grew through all the 90s um so I think that's the reason why I love like the 90s so much and it was much better bu- music back then like if you listen to music nowadays it don't it doesn't really interest me. 
like Little Mix, I followed their journey from that X Factor. It, that's where I've grown to love them. But that's on it really kind of music I listen to what's up to date. And understandably so, because Little Mix always seemed to me to be something of a throwback to some of the girl groups of the early 2000s rather than something that's a little bit more contemporary. Yeah, and the, they've, got, they've definitely got woman power, Little Mix. Following on very much from the, the well, it's, it's really obvious, isn't it, to say the Spice Girls? Yeah. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to, to go back to Steps, I mean, when, when do you feel that maybe they uh, would be reaching kind of the time when you feel like this is over now? Um, I hope never, but there will come to an age where they'll be like, we can't get on stage anymore and do, perform. But however they fit, I think they'll keep going. I hope so anyway. Yeah, there's a lot of dancing involved, and I can imagine that age would play a part in that. Although there are a lot of groups from the 90s and 2000s, and even the 80s in some point, where dancing was heavily involved, and they're still doing it on stage. Yeah, I've, I've seen uh, some people do that. So I think it would be good if Steps could keep going as long as they possibly can. Like, even into the early 60s for another 20-odd years, I'd love it. But I'd, realistically, I don't think they'll last much longer. I think they will start to be a point where they'll be like, right, we've, we've had a comeback, we've brought Master Fat. I think it's time to call it a day. Well, I, I suppose as well, um, what's probably happened in recent years is that parents introduce it to their children but what happens when it's the next generation on from them um i know that sometimes if you go further back you know we were introduced to music from the 50s up to the 70s 80s even though we weren't in that time um but there must be a time when perhaps it isn't relevant yeah i mean i've passed it on to my little boy so he loves Steps, not as much as me. It, he's a massive fan of Little Mix, but he does love Steps. And I, I took him to the last concert in 2017, 2018. Uh, I took him to Doncaster to the football ground to see Steps then on the summer of Steps tour. And it was only like six at a time, and he absolutely loved it. So, um, and he's a new generation of steps, and I'm glad that I can like pass my love on to somebody else. Well, there's such a energy to a pop concert, and I haven't been to a contemporary one for a long time, as in like a contemporary act. But acts of the '90s knew how to put on a show, didn't they? Oh yeah, they did for sure. Um, the steps have always known how to put a show on, though. Even when they did the intimate night with Steps, um, that were more like Christmas music and you strip back like step songs and they still put on a great show. I mean, did that have dance routines in it? 
they had very little dancing. It was more like standing at the microphone and singing, but they did add some dance moves to it, but just not as dancey as the party on the dance floor tour or the Summer of Steps tour. So they, um, in other words, they took a step away from the image that you think of when you think of um, a band of that era and a group of that type and tried something different. And I think that's quite brave. Yeah. they, they, they it, You know what? It was a really, really good night. Not because I got to meet them then, but it, it was just great from start to finish because they had more interaction with audience and they had more fun with audience. Like... In a big show, you don't really get that much opportunity to interact with audience as much as they would like to. Um, they had a great half an hour set where they just did questions and answers from uh, audience that had wrote in questions before show into a little post box. They picked loads of questions out and answered them questions for everybody. So I think that element was really, really special because only us there got to really see it, apart from like the odd clips people put on YouTube. And so something really for the fans, um, which shows that they're aware that those fans are there, which is always fantastic. And it sounds like from your experience and from others that I've heard uh, in the past, um, they really appreciate it. Yeah, they appreciate the fans so much I mean that's why they're still doing new stuff today because we wanted it and they care about us they're not just all about like making money and like it's the job they've got to do this that they do really care about fans so they do take the time to listen um, like they, they listen to like what songs you want to hear on tour and the the I've had a few uh, tweets from Steps themselves. Like I tweet, I remember tweeting on the night, uh, the day after I went to the concert when I met him in 2012. Um, I put on Twitter that it was a really good concert, and I tagged them all in it. Um, and Lee actually said, like, thanks for coming. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Um, hope you have a good Christmas. So that they do talk to you as well. They don't just like say, "Oh, I'm a celebrity." I don't talk to like common people, which is always nice to hear. Now we'll we'll wrap it up here. But if somebody wanted to discover steps, if there's anyone listening, and we have American listeners who probably have no idea who steps are, and they want like. What would you suggest they go to first? I'd start from the beginning. I'd say go for five, six, seven, eight. So I'd start listening to five, six, seven, eight, um, and tragedy because they are the songs that made them. So it'd be really good for them to start right back at the start from when they was together twenty three years ago. And maybe, you know, we might discover some new fans um, coming into those very friendly fan groups. Oh, I hope so, because, like, Steps fans are just the best. You make good friends. 
you've all got that one thing in common so it, it it's really good to make friends with people that do like steps because like I said it's not everybody's cup of tea steps are not everybody's passion um they have got the loyal fans that have been with them and because of that they are getting a new generation from like the old fans having kids and things so um yeah steps fans are loyal and it's good to have a good group of friends and long may it continue um, with the fans' devotion of it and, of course, Steps' um, long continuing success. And uh, I'd like to say, Sarah, thank you very much for appearing on the podcast today. Thank you. It's been, it's been good to talk about Steps. And I'm really looking forward to next week. The Jamie Dyer Show.